fellow humans. This is Lisa DeLay, and you're listening to the Spark by Muse podcast. And this is Soul School, Lesson 180, If a Clarinet Had a Soul. If a Clarinet Had a Soul refers to the queen, the first lady of jazz, the wonderful Ella Fitzgerald. What you heard in the beginning was some of, some of the music to close your eyes. And if you're following along with subversive stillness, Robert Munson's book, An Anti-Racist Devotional for the Everyday Believer, you'll know that Ella Fitzgerald and her music is featured today. My dad really got into jazz, and so I was familiar with jazz growing up as a kid. But my dad, being Latino, really enjoyed people like Chick Corea and jazz fusion. And I wasn't given a proper introduction to jazz until I had a roommate who loved jazz and was an alto and part of a jazz ensemble in college. And she said, oh, no, let me show you what's really going on. And she introduced me to Ella Fitzgerald and the songbooks and swing and scat and all these other people that I could be introduced to. And to me, Ella Fitzgerald sounds like the embodiment of a clarinet with a soulful clarinet sound that you just can't get out of your head. She had a storied decades-long career, and she performed into her old age and died of complications of diabetes in 1996. And I remember that day very well because my husband and I were in a hotel, and we got the newspaper every morning because it was one of those NBC suite hotels that we were being put up in for something work-related. And they gave you a USA Today every morning, and there it was on the front page. And my heart was just stricken with sadness that this light had gone out of the world. But we have dozens and dozens and dozens of recordings of her. And whenever you get the chance, if you are not familiar, pitch-perfect, silky voice of Ella Fitzgerald, go look her up. Enjoy listening. What Robert asks us to do today, on the third day of February, is to listen to Ella's rendition of Close Your Eyes and take some time to reflect on your week. Think of your interactions with different kinds of people and what are the dominant emotions that you feel. We're in Black History Month this month of February, and we take a month out of the year to celebrate specifically the accomplishments and the lives of Black Americans. But I enjoy celebrating those things 12 months out of the year. And if you look at my work, I really enjoy boosting the voices and amplifying the work, creations, the scholarship, and all sorts of things from Black Americans, because they are so enriching to our lives, and they are so marginalized in our regular mainstream culture or othered. And that is a great loss for everyone. If you listen to the show on a regular basis, you'll know that I feature Dr. Howard Thurman. Every Thursday in February, I'll do Thurman Thursdays on Twitter, and I'll feature a quote by him. If you haven't read any of Howard Thurman's work, I suggest you get a copy of something he's written today. His autobiography is called With Head and Heart, and he is widely recognized as the spiritual architect for the civil rights movement in the 1960s. Most of the people involved in that movement read his work and were strengthened and inspired by it. They developed a resiliency for the kind of incredibly hard work and putting their lives on the line every day for these human rights liberties that white people usually take for granted. His grounded, centered-down spirituality is something that touches me very deeply. 
It's something that's sorely missed sometimes in our frenetic and fast-paced culture. He had concerns about how fast culture was way back in the 50s and 60s. And now our culture has sped up probably 10 times that amount when we carry computers around with us and get messages all the time. Howard Thurman lived from 1900 to 1981. He was a professor and chaplain at Howard University and became the co-founder of the first interracial and international fellowship church in San Francisco before he became the minister at large at Boston University and the dean of the chapel there. I featured Dr. Loretta Coleman Brown on Howard Thurman before, and if you're interested in learning more about him, go to sparkmymuse.com and just search Howard Thurman to learn more about him. What I want to share finally with you today is a wonderful and apt prayer that he wrote called, I Need You. This prayer to God puts us in a place of humility and receptiveness to God's will and gives us the kind of fuel we need to be resilient, to give us hope, and be sustained for the long haul, which is always what it takes to be part of doing good things in the world and making the world a better place for everyone. I will be providing links to this prayer, to Ella Fitzgerald's work, to Robert Monson's work in the show notes for this episode at the Patreon page for this show. It's at patreon.com forward slash sparkmymuse. And if you'd like to join us as a supporter, you can do that starting at just a dollar. From Patreon, each week I put out links to, to people I recommend that you read and get involved with. It is always our responsibility to read people who are not like us. People in the minority and people who are minoritized are always forced to read from the dominant culture. But the dominant culture tends to not notice or be interested in others. And this is dishonoring to the Imago Dei or the image of God in all of us. We should value and celebrate all people because all people have the image of God within. All people have experiences we can learn from and appreciate and honor. Here is the prayer, I Need You, by Dr. Howard Thurman. I need your sense of time. Always I have an underlying anxiety about things. Sometimes I am in a hurry to achieve my ends, and I am completely without patience. It is hard for me to realize that some growth is slow, that not all processes are swift. I cannot discriminate between what takes time to develop and what can be rushed because my sense of time is dulled. Oh, to understand the meaning of perspective, that I may do all things with a profound sense of leisure of time. I need your sense of order. The confusion of the details of living is sometimes overwhelming. The little things keep getting in my way providing ready-made excuses for failure to do and be what I know I ought to do and be. Much time is spent on things that are not very important, while significant things are put in an insignificant place in my scheme of order. I must unscramble my affairs so that my life will become order. Oh God, I need your sense of order. I need your sense of the future. Teach me to know that life is ever on the side of the future. Keep alive in me the future look, the high hope, 
Let me not be frozen either by the past or the present. Grant me, O patient one, your sense of the future, without which all life would sicken and die. Amen. Make sure to stop by sparkmymuse.com so that you can sign up to be part of the live discussion with author Robert Munson on March 3rd at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To come to the event is free, but you do need to register. I hope I see a lot of you there. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Music play.